Non, c'est ce que je disais. Oui, moi, c'est bâté, c'est de la blague. Après tout, tout est beau. Il n'y a qu'à s'intéresser aux choses et les trouver belles. The time has come. Catherine Bigelow! This and some of the other nice things that have happened to me in the last couple of days may turn me into some sort of hopeful optimist and ruin my whole life. Spoil? <laughs> Did he spoil me? No. I remember quite clearly it was 1946 and I was four years old. My mother took me to see King Vidor's Duel in the Sun. You've got to say, I'm a human being! God damn it! My life has value! Babel, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. I'm a man! Well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Al film italiano Deserto Rosso di Michelangelo. It's just that all men are sure it never happened to them, and most women at one time or another have done it, so you do the math. Three artists in the presentation of the Palm d'Or. Adele, Leia, and Abdel Abdel Kenshi. We won! Oh, it is not over. We must continue. Oh, I did not know that. Hello. Hey, Robin. Hiya. Hello. Oh. How are you doing? Yeah, it's nice, it's nice to hear your voice, actually, because we've like, I've exchanged, exchanged a few emails over the years, but um, <laughs> I never, never spoke to him. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I don't know if you two know each other, actually. I'm not quite sure. Because um, it's funny, we've got kind of We've got the the filmmaker, the I suppose, publicist, uh, and the the journalist. We, I think there's a joke in there somewhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> not a very good one, probably. <laughs> I think uh, we have to go to a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking to a bar. Yeah. Meet a Scotsman, an Englishman, and an Irishman, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll just um, just quickly say what we'll do. Um, I usually do like a, a preview. Um, we're not going to go through all the films. Not, I don't expect to do like your jury thing where you tell me all about every single film. I think it's just a good idea just to have a preview podcast and put that out. It just sure. reminds people because you know what it's like now. People forget, and I really want to push this event as we as we go into it. It's, it's a week on Friday, so it's not long. Um, okay. So it's Nick Nicolo, is it? How do you pronounce your name? Uh, oh, oh, Nico? oh, Nico. Nico's fine. Nico. My son's called Nico, actually, so that's easy enough. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> so if you t- I'll introduce you. Aurora is a filmmaker. I don't know if, you've, if you're aware of her. She made a recent film, Pulsar, which we're probably going to touch upon. Um, nice. And this is Nicolo. He, Nico, he's a kind of... Is he a publicist, would you say? You help? You got short films? Yeah, I- I basically work with filmmakers, so partly publicists and partly festival strategists, so I help them get into festivals depending on, you know, the type of film and type of festival. Marvellous. So I've kind of got you to one, really, rather than just the average cinephile, because we've got, I've obviously, I've kind of liaised with you both for a couple of years now, I think. Yeah. You know, with the film, which we had in last year's, um... Festival, but as a kind of just a trailer, I wanted to just sort of put the trailer out there, um, as it's not released. But as it's released now, we've 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 had we've had a chat about the film, haven't we already? Um, yeah. Very good little film as well. I will I will say I'm not just saying that. Um, which opens the festival, so I thought that was quite nice to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. So that's the that's the one we'll promote first, you know. So. Um, 
so yeah, good. And obviously, uh, Nick, I've, I've spoken to him email. We've we've done various sort of work, reviews and things. Absolutely. Uh, I know you helped yes. out last year, didn't you? Submitted a couple of films last year and this year. Of, do you remember? So. <laughs> yes, exactly. I remember last year actually there was a couple of films. Yeah, there were a couple of films that were part of it. And yeah, and absolutely, I'm thrilled to be. I mean, yeah, to see you to get the chance to see all the great films this yeah. year. So I mean, I'll start. I'll start with you then, Nick. I mean, just just general that that experience. Then I, I don't expect you to go for all twenty films, but <laughs> generally, what was that like? Watching those films and, and sort of the, the diversity and the variety in those films. Well, I find that because um, I've done um, jury duties, uh, not loads, but like I've done a couple um, here and there, mostly in fashion film, but also short films. And um, generally, like I like to watch all of them first to sort of get um, the idea of the sort of level and to get an idea of what I'm going to be yeah, looking at. Because sometimes if you, um, you know, if you start with the first one and then you start, um, let's say, like judging the first one straight away and then you realize that the following ones are, you know, way more you know uh, there's way more you know depending on the budget or depending on um yeah. the type of production that is completely like different where we so i just want to i always enjoy watching all of them first to get an idea of the uh quality of the level of it all and then go back and um and mark uh, what we judge them accordingly and generally i think um i make notes throughout so um, especially in this case, it was such a huge variety. There was there was drama, there was animation, um, there was something that like you know, um, they specifically focused on the style of it. You know, there's a documentaries as well with a strong element of style, which I'd seen before as well in other fashion film festivals, for example. Yeah. So um, the, the whole experience was, um, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed <laughs> watching films. So um, <laughs> I, I think you know, um, it was definitely. Um, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect. That's the thing, and I wasn't quite sure. Um, you know what, how the festival worked in the selection process, for example. So um, I would just, I kind of like went into it as a with a with, a, with an open mind and an open heart. I, I don't know how it works either. Uh, <laughs> four, four years now. I mean, it's not obviously it's not like t- Toronto festival, but it, with the online thing kind of. I think I said this last year, it kind of works for me because it works for everyone because it's a bit easier for people to liaise with you. You don't have to go chasing, you don't have to queue up. If someone's available, they're available, you can email them. So Absolutely. It's, it's got that convenience to it, and especially with short films which aren't getting, aren't getting the kind of mainstream buzz. Uh, you know, the, the, obviously the big films, everyone's talking about the big films, nobody talks about the short films. And this helps. This is a good avenue for that. I think the 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 internet. So I mean, I'm, yeah, I, so I completely ahead. agree. I think it was. It's, I think it's a very interesting way of doing it, um, especially because you you're able to sort of maximize on the you know the visibility for um, yeah for short films and um, especially online. I think for especially with a lot of filmmakers that I work with, they there's no other way for them to get to uh, have to to have that work seen really. Mm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and plus, the, you know, the short films are not generally not at the cinema. You don't go to. No. It's that's the, that's the mentality of it. Um, Aurora, then, what what was your kind of highlights watching this? I don't mean particular titles, but what was your experience like? You know, churning through these twenty films. Well, I think what's interesting is, is like Nico, I've, I've sat on a few jury panels to see groups of shorts together, but I've never seen such a comprehensive female gaze in cinema, and I think. 
that's one of the most interesting things is seeing the amount of storylines and storytelling that I've just not seen anywhere else. I haven't seen it in feature films. And I think maybe because we've had issue getting female directors out into the mainstream, these are kind of the more subvertive storytelling. Um, and so from my point of view, I felt like it was quite refreshing, really, to see all the variety and yeah, all the variety in the different shorts because they're all coming at completely different angles. There's nothing the same there. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, what Nico was saying earlier about you, I, I said that I remember. I, I spoke to a couple of filmmakers the other day, and I, um, I was saying like I was watching one, and then I was like, oh, that's that's the best one, and then I watched another <laughs> one. Oh no, no, that's better. And you found that the one you thought was your favourite is actually not in your top ten, um, and it can work like that. And some absolutely it's so weird how you compare the genres like is that animation better than that drama is that documentary that was moving but do i like it more than that that comedy about you know female filmmakers and my mind has been changed all the time which is why i've tried not to go back to my ratings and just stick to my original because i keep changing that's my favorite now (laughs) i had to do the same thing rather than and i think nico's what he was saying about watching them all and watching them again is really clever but i decided just to go on a point of watch it score it instantly and not compare it to what what came next because i would start to shift my viewpoint mm-hmm. on the full package because i say oh actually i relate more to this or i like the cinematography and they, they always had a bigger budget or I, I really loved the fact that this was made on a small budget but had a very high concept so you just have Absolutely. to have to go off of what you're feeling in the moment and hope that every jury member's got their own system and eventually everything's gonna peter out to some kind of and i don't know i don't know how the chips are going to fall with this because everything's worth watching absolutely yeah i mean definitely i think the majority there was definitely like you know a good majority that i was like wow and especially like you said as well um the variety is huge so we're comparing animation to documentary to short film with a narrative behind it to like something that's a bit closer to like you know a fashion film or or, or, or look at to like um you know the sound designer behind it so it's very hard to you know get give a sort of objective view sometimes but um i kind of try to follow my uh, my emotional reaction to it as well. So I think at the end of it, I think it's how you engage with it on an emotional level. How like how how the film is able to provoke something in you uh, on an emotional level. And, and it's true that like, you can look at like you know the craft behind it as well. But um, ultimately, this is you know I always say like, am I gonna share? Am I gonna send this to anyone that I know because I'm so amazed by it? That's kind of my <laughs> yeah. my thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was tricky. It was tricky picking them. I, mean, I must have watched about fifty, and then had about thirty-five where I thought, you know, <clears throat> they're they're worthy. And then I got someone else to help me watch them and sort of delegate, I suppose. You know, Absolutely. like we do at the Cannes Film Festival, and that was a bit easier because I got like a, we didn't agree on everything, but we managed to come to a consensus of the twenty. Uh, and you know, it's like every year we seem to outdo ourselves, and that's the quality shining through it's nothing to do with me that it's now becoming harder to pick 20 great films because there's a 30 and next year there may be 40 you know yeah so it's it's like it's really hard work but it's 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 so rewarding for me personally to get to watch these films over and over and the years with with, with you people you know as well. yeah because i guess like yeah sorry sorry you're no, I, I was just going to say that you don't, yeah, these kind of films like they don't really have an, an avenue, especially like if if they go to film festivals, like short film festivals, they get seen, but they they don't get seen 
um, I guess they don't have this kind of visibility online, which is sometimes better than, you know, having a screening if you can't even attend the screening itself. Yeah. I'm just going to say your audience is very lucky because at this point you've got 20 excellent films and we're all, we're all here discussing it from a jury point of view, but they just get to experience 20 amazing films, um, <laughs> which is kind of... <laughs> Yeah, they don't have any pressure. They just get to have that emotional experience and, and connect with different pieces. And exactly as Nico said, these these films you might have to go and search out on one particular night for, you know, it's in London maybe two, three times in a year at different online, uh, which means it that everyone's busy schedules. You can kind of make time now to catch those films and you hear about it. You say, oh, I can, I can get that online and I can send it to people. And it really, that's the joy of sharing film, especially short film, is it is more accessible now. Yeah, well, I actually, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, we're just saying. Like, I actually, I have a, I have a friend of mine is a um, is a graphic designer and an animator, and I remember just being like, you know, um, I have to share this with you because I want to hear what you think. I mean, I've already made up my mind about this, but like, you know, like, and then I just remember him being like, oh, I'm just hypnotized by it as well, and and it's just so good to be like, you know, I think this is how it works. You know, if you're able to, to, um, you know, to share this kind of work with the people around you, so that you know, the filmmaker behind it can actually, I guess, what what, what the most um, important thing for them is to make sure that the film gets seen in the end, because if they make it and no one sees it, then it's kind of pointless. Mm. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, that's what I'm, I was going to say, is that is, well, every day we've got like two or three of these films, and I'm going to, there's, there's a few I can't embed, you know, because they're not released yet or what what have you. Like like Aurora's film last year, for example. You know, and I've got to put the trailer on, I'm gonna review review them. Um not me, I'm not gonna do them all, but we're gonna have reviews and then I'm just gonna spend most of the day just plugging them. You know, it's it's the same thing every year. You you've got you sat there doing nothing for twenty minutes. Why don't you put this film on? Uh and it's just a it's better use of your time and also it helps the filmmaker because I know the gratitude that I see from filmmakers when you do little things for them, sometimes it surprises me because, you know, it's just, it's it's like you'll just um, repost or you'll say, ask for an interview and they'll be really honoured. You know, when your honour is mine, really, because you're busy, you, you do this for a living. And so it's good for both sides, really, and I really enjoy that side of it, and that's what we'll be doing for the 10 days is just, you know, plug in getting people just will you watch this people on twitter st- stop talking yep. about Quentin tarantino for a second <laughs> and, and watch you, you know watch this this you know film like you say there's, there's, there's comedies there there's animation documentaries and what people can do with short films is incredible really. do you think people's minds are more attuned now to short films because they're saying that attention spans are getting shorter and shorter we're, we're watching television more and more in our lunch breaks or, as we're traveling i think the medium of short film is starting to maybe seep into having its heyday yeah. because we are we're having our mobile devices people are watching on average six hours of television a day in and around their working days and so a 10 minute short film it doesn't feel like an imposition to watch it no you, you, it's right because you've got those sometimes when i'm having my, my dinner or whatever something like that i just switch off from film which is really hard to do, but I'll put YouTube on or something and watch like a football video, something daft like that. But I just like to switch off from film every now and then. Um, but there's that people that don't want to switch off from other things, go go on to Vimeo instead of YouTube and you know search for and 
it can t- it can sort of ten to three hours if you if you get addicted like I do. You know, <laughs> you, end up watching, you end up watching about twenty films and you realise you've you've been fired. So, but, but yeah, that window of opportunity seems to be there. Where we other in other ways, the attention span like. Like I've started making my podcast shorter because people don't want to listen to three-hour podcasts anymore. They, they just don't, you know. Even though it's something you can do while you're running, but they don't. So, yeah. stream that short film fits into that remit quite nicely. I think the, the attention span has definitely decreased, but I can also see how, for example, when you work with from a more, more commercial point of view, but if you work with specific brands, for example, they always ask for different types of formats. So they might make a short film to branded content, but then they will want specific pieces to be um, cut for different social media platforms, for example. So um, I think there's a, there's room for that, definitely. It's a time where um, there's potential for short film, especially, to have a bit more of a presence, actually. So fingers yeah. crossed. I'll just quickly touch upon the, the films you probably haven't seen, which is the, the Alden films. Um, okay. And a lot of these are films that basically I couldn't get hold of the filmmaker or they didn't get back to me in time. I missed the deadline. And there's some there's some really great works in there. You know, I'm going to name any names now, but they're, they're still going to get promoted. They're still going to get reviewed, these films. Um, maybe next year I'll have to do it earlier. I mean, I started in July, you know, started finding these films. So maybe next year I'll start in June. But again, I'm going to end up with a selection of 50 next year. And it's kind of like <laughs> the popularity becomes a problem. Uh, and eventually I'm going to have to start doing an actual physical festival where <laughs> I have to find a venue. <laughs> but it's great. I mean, it's great. But I will encourage people to watch those out-of-competition films as well. You know, they just don't get a prize at the end. And the prize, you don't get a trophy, uh, as we know from last year. But it's they like, the, like that to hear that the film's the best or that it's come third or you know, that the writing has been rewarded. And these films are still worth seeing. So, I mean, I'll certainly post a link on the on the site. So, so do you find, did you, did you receive a, a lot more submissions compared to last year? Has there been an increase in uh, submissions? Yeah, there was a, a slight increase, yeah. Um, not much, though. But it's okay. a lot of the work I do uh, it was limited this, this year because I was quite busy at that time. But, yeah, certainly you get, like, a fluish usually and then at the end when you let them know the deadlines come in you usually get a f- bit of a, a bit of a like a cue you know people. panic <laughs> yeah because people like to wait for the last minute don't they like, for some reason it's like oh the deadline's in august i'll i'll do it in september then uh, and then and then you forget don't you but yeah but i, I bring badgering them and you know reminding them and um so i'll mention obviously because they're always with us i have to mention Pulsar is um, the kind of the festival owner, which, uh, you know, I'm going to say is worthy of being in any sort of selection. I will say that now. I don't know we've chatted about it before. Uh, Nico, have you, have you seen Pulsar? No, I haven't. So there's there's your homework. I know, I know. I wanted to. Um, I, I looked at the, because I, I received your, um, well, not to get into admin mode, but I, I received, I've been working on it and I received your email quite late. And then I was like, oh, and then I just, um, yeah, it's on my uh, to do to watch. <laughs> but that'll be your opening night. Um, <laughs> so get your get your takeaway, whatever you're going to do that night, and uh, <laughs> and stick that on. And that's the great thing: people can just watch these films in their own home as well, or wherever they are on a train. You can still do it. You don't have to attend and queue outside of a theatre, which you know has its own perks. But it's it's nice, really. I think. 
Yeah, it's interesting the the difference between like an online and physical festival. I think like obviously like online it's got its perks, but then I was thinking I do tend to go to a few festivals and the chance to sort of meet. I mean, or maybe you also have a, uh, an idea about this, but like you know, going to attending festivals and meeting people mm. does have its um, advantages, I guess. This, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't put um, a downer on it. I'm just yeah, the convenience is is good, but obviously the the networking is slightly different. Yeah, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. I agree, but then the thing about a short filmmaker, maybe it's different for feature filmmakers, is you just don't have the budget once you've put your film into festivals to attend all the ones it's gotten into. True. So I came out online in May, June. Um, it's done, we've done really well. We've had over half a million views online. It's, it's you know, it got the audience, and it's it's festivals like this where you find your audience, because I've, I was lucky that it got into about 30-plus film festivals in a year when it's, it's when it was touring. But even though it's out online now, it's in four festivals around the world this month. And there's no way I can go to them all. And I can't afford to go to mm-hmm. Sweden and America. And I would love to. There's nothing more I would love to than to build the relationships with festival programmers and to be there in person to say thank you so much. And this means so much. And so many people worked on this film. And just getting it in front of an audience is, is the entire job that I have left as a director at this point. But... Um, it's such a relief that I actually can still be integrated into a festival like this and not be there in person so that I can yep. write feature film. Um, <laughs> so it's <laughs> amazing that there are all these different ways to integrate and to connect with an audience. So I, I'm just, of course, I am incredibly humbled. <laughs> so thank you, Robin. No, it's good. And we'll, I'll, I'll repost the interview that we had as well. The composer joined you, didn't he? And we had a nice chat oh. about the whole thing, yeah. So I'll repost yeah. that. Yeah, That's amazing, though. Um, what's it Ada Astra so he he was involved with that so Mike's an amazing composer so do check it out because I think he might get to the notoriety that I desire a little bit faster than I will <laughs> but we'll see mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's big 10 composers it's, it's not working as a filmmaker <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just quickly touch on the feature films I don't want to keep you too long I mean, have you looked at the feature film list that, that's there? It's amazing. It's an amazing feature mm. film. Mm. There's, a, there's a lot that I've got, I put on my to-watch to watch list. I was like, wow, there's so much I'm missing out on. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. It's just having the mixture of, like, a short film and feature film as well mm. on... on um, over, like, the, you know, over the next uh, few days, it's going to be, yeah, from setting on the 20th, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, same thing. It's slightly different, this one. Obviously, I don't liaise with a lot of these filmmakers. I'm trying to get... I mean, the, the director of Revenge, um, yeah. Mary Goes Around, Molly McGlynn, and a friend of hers, so I'm just going to get interviews with those. Agnes Varda, obviously, sadly, I have no chance. But, I mean, I, yeah. in respects to, to her with three of those films there. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm chasing some of the others. I've already spoke to Sanna Lincoln, the... My Skinny Sister, the, the filmmaker of that, we had a little chat about a brilliant film. Um, and I've also spoke to a couple of others. The big one for me, without putting a down or the rest of them, the Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is kind of like buzzing everywhere now. And it is. Isa Lopez is doing the interview circuit. And I'm trying to get hold of her. And hopefully I'll I'll get her in time because, I mean, she's, she's on she's on Twitter. She, her friend's on Facebook, but we'll see. <laughs> But, you know, so it's not the same as the shorts. I mean, Greta Gerwig, you know, I'm not going to be able to get her. But I'm not really 
pushing these films. This is just kind of like, you know, look at the features as well, these feature films made by women from the past, and especially now, where <laughs> it seems like most of the... Well, a lot of the great films that are coming out are directed by women now. Um, more so that people don't seem to realise that, you know, The Farewell and films like that that are coming out. And I think it's great, I think it's great that you're able to sort of put both short films and, like, with the, obviously with the angle of having, you know, female directors, women behind it, and, you know, there's been, um, and just putting both selections together. And like you said, like, so, like a lot of the times that people don't realise. And, um, yeah, I think it's clever. So, yeah, it was, um, so I was putting the selection together. So um, do, do you think some of these films, you, you, you two particularly are going to sit and like, oh, I'm going to watch that today, you know, if you find the time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, um, I actually, like, I was looking through the list because you sent through uh, the program and, um yeah, I think there was. Uh, I actually have like a bunch of tabs open, <laughs> which, <laughs> I'm gonna, which I'm gonna go through and be like, okay. Um, so um, yeah, definitely. As well as you know, um, the out of competition ones, which happened. Are they gonna be? They're not necessarily online uh, already, right? It's a mixture. Of... Well, a bit like the the, the main selection. The, some of them will be, and I, I will where allowed. I will post the the, the link and. People can sit and watch it, you know, and, and we'll we'll do a review for every film. And I've, it's, you know, I've got a couple of interviews lined up as well with some of them. So it's a similar sort of it's a similar process, setup. but it, you know, it's some I don't want them to be forgotten because there's some real gems in there as well. Just it's so hard. Like I have I have a bunch of I have like on my Vimeo to watch next, and it's just obviously like I do a lot of like watching short films that focus mm-hmm. on you know, perhaps like. More or design and music but then um you know when i get this opportunity to also see narrative driven short films like it's yeah i'm just gonna my list is just getting longer and longer now <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget you know if the first day don't forget the, the, the sci-fi film because otherwise yeah <laughs> you've got to watch it um what else i mean i think with these, these feature films what what's really great is the combination of things which are Come, that came out in the last year. So you've got films like Capernaum, um, mm-hmm. things that like The Rider, which is Chloe Zhao's film, and she's now doing The Eternals with Marvel. So you have a really interesting mix of other films, like people like Thirteen, um, who was director of that? Catherine Hardwick. Right. And then Salt, Kate Shortland. Um, you've got, and, and of course, the, the Revenge film that came out last year, was, that was just brilliant. So you've got a really interesting mix of things that you might have missed or things that would be worth watching again now. Mm-hmm. Like, I would definitely be watching Somersault again, just so I'm reminding myself about who, where people started because it's like watching shorts. You're, you're seeing people's early concept work and then you're seeing their new stuff coming out and you can get excited about seeing Eternals by watching The Rider and, and seeing what you might be looking forward to. How can a Marvel film be shaped by a voice like that? Why did yeah. they make that decision? And I think that's exciting and interesting too. Yeah. I said recently, it was interesting that Molly McLennan, who did Mary Goes Round um, with Aya Cash recently, really, really, really good film. Um, but two years ago, she was in this our festival with a short film, you know, and it, it's great to see that as well. Like when you talk to well yourself as well, Aurora, you know, you making short films and then they make that step to the to the feature, um, and it's quite nice. It's, it's a kind of a nostalgia to it. The more the longer you do this sort of thing, that you see that kind of success, and you know, it's great. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah, I think it's. I guess it's like you know the when I work with the, when I work with um, you know emerging directors, a lot of the time they you know their dream is to sort of start off using short film as a way to you know eventually make a feature. But obviously, it's a completely different. Yeah, it's a completely different thing. Like you said, it's um, you know in terms of you know production budgets and all of that coming into it. So I think um, I think short films is like I think it's underrated for a lot of the time because um, um, because it's not seen as a it's not it's not people don't really understand that it's necessary for people to start off with that in order to then move on to bigger things. But still, it's got holds a, a great value in terms of you know the artistic value and the idea behind it because sometimes it's actually much harder to uh, portray an idea in you know 10 minutes 15 minutes than having or as a, as a director you might be able to tell me this but like you know the way you structure a film um you know there's a lot of people saying that you should start with like you know you should grab the attention from the very beginning rather than leave it to the very end because people are just gonna start watching for example and um and and and, and whether that has changed over the years of how um you know how you structure you know the build-up of a film well, I guess it's always been the same in, in one regard that um, a lot of people look at short film as a stepping stone to a feature. So you have a lot of shorts that are made that feel like they're not fully finished or they're quite right. blunted because what they want to do is talk about something bigger thematically. And it is really difficult to make a short that is just mm-hmm. a short film. In a way, it's a standalone piece of artwork that should, if it works really well as a short, then that's the kind of piece you would like to see taken forward as a character or motif or a voice that just seems really interesting. Mm. But in terms of audience, since I think the 5D revolution, when anybody with an HD camera could start making short films, everything changed because the amount of money that you needed to make a short film, you were being funded by certain companies or uh, lottery funding or arts council. And now it was anyone can make a short so then, then the landscape shifted dramatically, but then you also had this overwhelm of information, different yeah. voices, different styles. You had ads coming in, um, combined multimedia. So what people want in a short film now, and I think is always the same, it's authentic storytelling that is truthful and connects with people. And I think we get very caught up in audience and where a story is going when actually you have to make it because you believe in it, in the same way you would a feature, the short shouldn't be about career progression. It should be because you have something to say. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, there was a, I, I recently attended a festival, which and I saw a couple of panels and they were saying exactly that. They were just, because obviously there was a, a lot of talks about diversity and how we can be more diverse in film and all of that. But then, you know, the panelists were just saying like, yeah, yeah, anyone can talk about whatever topic, but at the end of the day, like people are going to know whether the true, the story is actually um, honest and truthful or not. So um, it has to be something close to your heart. It has to be authentic and, you know, take it from there basically. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful guys. Really appreciate you joining me today. I don't want to keep you too much longer. Just say for those listening, it's Friday the 20th of September. So if it's not in your calendar already, you know, there's a Facebook page, an events page. If you're on Facebook, we're all on Twitter. All the links all the links are all here for you to for click on and get busy sorting out your days off work so you can sit and watch these films. Or, like I said, on your lunch breaks and watch the features at night. You know? Perfect. Um, yeah, thank you both. It's, it's a real pleasure having you both on. Uh, from different parts of the industry, you know, and it's great to really promote this stuff, um, and hopefully we will speak during the festival as well. Thank you. Thank you.
Absolutely. Thank you so much for, you know, yeah. letting me be part of it. And really good to meet you and, you know. Yeah. Speak. <laughs> let's, wait, let's wait together next year and let's get to 30 <laughs> selections, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, thank you. And it's been great to be on here and, and to be part of the, the jury panel to see all these amazing films. So I think what you're doing is absolutely brilliant and I will be promoting every day. <laughs> I appreciate it. If you're with me, women, let me hear you say. Ladies all across the world, listen up, we're looking for a person.